You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Part two coming up, but again, just a quick reminder to leave us a review on iTunes or Audio Boom. Let us know what you think. Part two of the Attacking Scrum podcast is Heads Up where we look at the latest news from the world of Welsh rugby. So we're going to start with a, a bit of a squad update, and there's been a bit of news on, on that front today. So first of all, Alamin Jones expected to be back for selection for the class against Argentina, which kind of alluded to in part one, that's a big boost, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Boys, he needs it. Yeah, he is. I think that's a, you know, it's a massive, it is a massive loss whenever he's, whenever he's not in that side. And yeah, Particularly, the front five is going to need a going to need a massive boost ahead of this game. I think. Couple more uh, fitness uh, fitness boosts for for Howley as well. Liam Williams is is fit again, or expected to be fit as is uh, as is Sam Warburton. Uh, John Davis, they seem to think will be fine. He was obviously a, a late substitution for uh, a late substitution and replaced by Scott Williams on Saturday. And Jake Ball's also expected to be fit as well. And then just to quickly wrap up on this, Corey Allen has come into the squad. A bit of a, an injury concern over Tyler Morgan. And with Reese Webb going off on a stretcher on Saturday, Thomas Williams has come onto the squad as cover as well. So quite a few changes in there. With that in mind, what do you do for a selection on Saturday? Okay, start at 10. Start at 10, all yeah. right. Okay, yeah. unconventional, but... I will allow it. Yeah. Key position. Yeah. I would bring in Sam Davis. Likewise. Yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Like, I was just... Great, we're in agreement for once. We are, yeah. I just, I, you know, I, I think we... Well, there's one, you know, certainly one thing we agree on. It's the, the merits of Sam Davis. The only reason I, I wouldn't go with him would be that I'm fearful of another loss and I wouldn't want him, you know, to get kind of damaged. But again, he'll probably learn a load as a player even if that does happen. But selecting that side... I think he made a massive difference. I think he made a difference when he came on. Admittedly, it didn't all go his way, but yeah, I think, I think is a a big change 
to highlight that we need to play a more expansive style of rugby. Sam Davies goes in for me. Yeah, it's going to be all out, isn't it, on Saturday? And he he played well when he came when he came on. I thought um, there's some really nice touches as, as you always get from him. He put Cuthbert in a little. Yeah. There was a, almost an opportunity towards a, the end. It would have been a gorgeous try, that, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would have. A little offload to, uh, to, to Tipperick, and then if. Um, well, half penny, didn't it? Oh, if, he, if, he, if he kept hold of it, that would have been, if, yeah. would have been a great try. But yeah, he, took, he, he stood flat, he, he brought lots of players into the game. Um, so I'd start with him. Okay. Yeah, I, yeah, I think we agreed on that. Centres, I'd make a change. Go on. I'd, uh, I'd start with um, uh, James and uh, Williams. Scott Williams, Scott Williams, and and Jonathan, John Davis, yeah, yeah. Davis, yeah, I would as well, yeah, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm still angry about this. So I'm going wholesale changes, and I just think, yeah, I mean, this was actually a closer call than than I'm kind of making out here. But I, I just think again, if you go into that, let's go the whole hog with the back line, have the aggressive ten, have a much more ball playing twelve in in Scott Williams, yeah. and then. Again, John, you know, John Davies does have a bit more in his locker than just grunt. So, oh yeah, he's got yeah, he's got it, he's got it all really. I think. Um, change, right. I'd make a change on the wing. Go on. So I bring in um, I bring in Amos for for North. Okay. Yeah, I'd have North on the bench um, covering wing and centre. Yeah. So unfortunately, so you, yeah. So who are your wingers? Amos and so I'd have Amos and uh, Halfpenny. Okay. Yeah, and Liam Williams at fullback. Okay, I've gone Liam Williams at fullback. I've gone Hallam Amos on one wing and George North on the other. Really? Yeah. North was North was poor. Yeah, he was. But yeah, he was. I've ne- but I've never seen him play that badly for Wales. And I think again with this back line where I'm looking to open up some some holes and and try and put players in, he's the kind of support run you're going to want. If Sam Davis just gets a, a little offload to him. Where he's looking to actually hit some space rather than truck it up the middle, then he's a he's a player I'm going to want on there, and I think he'll be hungry off the back of that as well because he's not. Yeah, I can't. I he won't be he won't be dropped, but I just feel the way in which he played, he doesn't deserve to be there. But I. But I thought Halfpenny was almost as bad, and it's not you know in Lee Halfpenny you very rarely say that about. But yeah, for me it was Mission Impossible for him really with the. With the with what he, uh, we didn't have, he didn't have the ball at all, did he? He made a cup, he made a, one of those, one of those tackles was outstanding. He was yeah. going the other way because to, to just to hold it up on that, on that, it was to switch on the inside shoulder. Yeah, I suppose def- defensively, he certainly wasn't as bad as, as North was. But again, I didn't, you know, I didn't think he added anything kind of coming. And it's hard, and it's hard, isn't it? Because you know, you get smashed up front, you get yeah. scraps to feed on. But at the same time, I'd, I'd, um, I'd be happy in, with Sam Davis kicking. I think he's I think he's more than more than good enough. Um, yeah, and yeah, you got to have Liam well, Williams half, in there. So yeah, well, half, well, half pennies in uh, half pennies in there for me on the wing. So okay. we, we we can use him as we can use him to kick and uh, and t- take a little bit of pressure off Sam Davis. But he's he's a really confident chap, isn't he? So yeah, I, even if even if he was to kick, yeah, it, look, if half fine. if half penny had made my side, yeah. I would yeah I would have gone for him as goal yeah. kicker still. Yeah, because you know, and it was just weird watching him have a bad day off the tee because yeah. you know you never see that. I so I is wouldn't it, expect it again. It's a re- that's a really exciting backline as well against mm. against their ex- exciting backline. Um, so it'll be just it'll be like an all out all out attack. Well, make no mistake, this isn't you know again. There's certain cliches that get that get thrown out in rugby, and oh yeah, Argent, you know it's often said Argentina are a big scrummage inside and they're 
big heavy pack. Yeah, they are. Well, they were, weren't they? But my God, they've got some ballers behind them. Yeah, they score. They score a lot of tries now, don't they? Yeah. And these games as well, they are. We need to use them to try out different different combinations. Um, one of the one of, for me, it's going to be really really interesting as well to see if he does get the nod, Sam Davis, and how he how he goes with with Scott Williams mm. and um, and Jonathan, because. Even if we were to, even if we were just to make those you know those changes alone, it could be it could be it could be devastating. Yeah, I mean it was a closer call than I thought in the centre as well for me because actually I think if you had Sam Davis running those lines and drawing contact and popping popping players through, which he does so well, I think you see a hell of a lot more from from Jamie Roberts yeah. as well because all of a sudden he's making a break where he's yeah. running a good line, and I think you'd, you'd see a lot more from it. But I just think again, you know. Scott Williams was probably one of the better players. He took his try well. Yeah, he did. He played. But I mean, again, defense, the defense between twelve and thirteen was awful. But I don't know. I'm just giving him the benefit of the doubt and just going all out on that one. Yeah. And then nine. Um, nine, I'd Gareth. Yeah. And I'd have Tom. I would have Thomas Williams on the bench. Actually. Okay. Not the, not Lloyd Williams to uh, to up the tempo as you uh, as you normally like. Well, I think Thomas would up the tempo. Yeah. Um, and it's a. It's against Argentina. It's he's, he's exciting. Why not? I, I I think we should we should just make a few of these changes. Yeah, I well, I wouldn't I wouldn't really have a problem with it. Other than yeah, should things go horribly wrong, which I'm fearful of. If things were going horribly wrong, would you rather there was a more experienced player in Lloyd Williams on the bench than bringing Thomas Williams on for his debut? You know, a, a player who's not been around that that long. Yeah, I just think it all. It's, it is. They are. They're essentially friendlies, though. They're not. They said this on Scrum 5 last night. I'm not having that. If it becomes friendlies, then we're in a world of trouble because yeah. these should be test matches. And that's what separates rugby from from football is, you, you know, you never had a... You know, you, you, you never have a friendly. You have test matches. You might have tour games. Yeah, not you never, you're not supposed to ever have friendlies. But they... they Because there's so many games now, they they don't have the same... The same value, and yeah. I think for uh, certainly fans, we've seen that with uh, well the attendances with, with, with the, yeah. the attendances and the atmosphere from the atmosphere. I was um, in there, and you could hear a pin drop on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, and and the players as well. I think would say, yeah, it's not it's not the same. Okay, well, yeah, it's uh, it's probably a, a bigger debate to be had there yeah. at some point. I think, but yeah. yeah, I don't know. Yeah, just to go to that, I'd, I'd probably go. I'd go Gareth Davis as well, but I'd probably go Lloyd Williams on the bench. Okay, I think. Okay, what about up front? Up front, I I'd like to see Nicky uh Nicky Smith start actually. It really is wholesale changes, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, now what over Gethin? Yeah. I'd like okay. to see him start. Um I would go with Baldwin to come in. Okay. Bigger man. Adds a bit of weight, he's you know quite a destru- destructive scrummager, isn't mm-hmm. he? Which I think we need. Um and uh Ferret. Okay, yeah. I mean, there's no, there's no choice there, is there? Second really. row is interesting. It is. Just quickly do my front row. I'm sticking. Yeah. I'm sticking with Gethin. Yes, yeah, I missed you out then. Sticking with <laughs> sticking with Samson Lee as well. Yeah. I had written down Ken Owens at two. Ooh. But I think you might be right that Scott Baldwin would be a safer bet, and scrummaging wise having already just moaned about the cliche of them being good scrummagers they are good scrummagers right yeah. and Creedy's yeah. a tough nut yeah. to play against so I would I, you know, 
probably just edging towards a, a last minute change oh, of Sambal. Sweet, uh, sweet, you Scott Baldwin there, yeah, you yeah. have done. And um, Ken Owens make it make to make a big impact off the bench. Yeah, it, kind of firing on. It almost seems like he's one of those players that I think there are certain players that do play better off the bench. Yeah, I think he might be one of those. Just looking that way. I also way. think Lloyd Williams is another one of those. By the way, yeah, I think when he started, he's not looked the same player as he does when he comes on when the game breaks up a bit more. Yeah, but. yeah. Well, I'm okay. still gonna. I'm, yeah, for this one, I'm still gonna stick with Thomas. But okay, no, that's fine. Uh, and then second row. Second row, I, I'm gonna go with uh, Charteris and uh, Alan Wynne Jones. Even mm-hmm. though, even though Charts is, um, you could see that he was uh, he was blowing a bit. Definitely, yeah. had a had a poor game for his standards. Um, by giving the benefit of the doubt, popping back in there again, he, he just needs, I would, he needs more I, game time. I think again, they were he was nullified by a canny bit of coaching. That basically meant he wasn't able to get those those massive arms on the ball at at, at the uh, at the driving line, yeah. and as a result, they definitely done their homework, didn't they? Yeah, those two, yeah those two young second rows went really, really well. They, didn't they? they destroyed us. Fiery as well. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I mean, he's quite niggly. Like, Pair like, of them. Yeah, but yeah, that's what a, that's what a second row should be. Yeah, we didn't seem to have any. Um, that's the other thing coming back to the, that game. We didn't have Needle. any fight. There yeah. was no, you know, there was no one that that, that that said sort of, you know, right, well, let's let's. You know, send a few, you know you can't send them through, but you know just niggle it, wind it up a bit. There, yeah. And, yeah, there was none of that. No, was there wasn't. Yeah, and I think yeah, short of a couple of kind of decent hits early on, it didn't. It, yeah. it certainly didn't feel like that. But yeah, I'm going the same second row partnership. I think yeah, I think Charlie's got enough credit in the bank to to hang on there. I do think it's our best lock partnership is that pair, and hopefully Alan Wynne Jones make a big difference. Back row is a big one though. Back row, I'm going to go. Tipperick at seven. Moriarty at eight, thought he went really well. Um, and Warburton at six. Lydiot was, uh, for me, you, you didn't really know he was playing. No, I thought that was, one of, I thought was one of Dan Lydiot's poorer games. Yeah. And yeah. It's a bit worrying, actually, because he has been more and more anonymous in these games. And he's yeah. not really starting as a regular six at the Ospreys. No. So We're remembering what he's done. Yeah, in the past, um, and you and know, I, looking at looking at the when you look to CJ Stander and where you know he was absolutely everywhere in in, in that game for uh, for Ireland against New Zealand, and we've got to, we've got to see more from Lydia. Mm. So for me, he needs to go back, go back to the Ospreys if if he if, if he can get in yeah. and um, start adding more to his game. He needs to carry more. You think he should be trying to work on that, but mm. we've we've seen you know. We've seen a little bit more of that, but not not a great deal. Yeah, I I, I don't know whether he can he can change. That's the problem. So yeah, no, I, I, I hope he can. But I'm I yeah. would do exactly the same. I would pick yeah. Warburton on the blind side, Tipperick at seven, and Ross Moriarty at eight. Who I thought went, you know, as as well as, or certainly better than anyone else did. Yeah, times he must be thinking, where is everyone? Yeah, I he, mean, was, he, he was he was everywhere, wasn't he? Big hits, tackling, he carried well. Yeah, he was. Um, he was good to watch. Okay. Just needed a few more of him. Yeah, no, definitely did. And and then on the bench? Bench? I didn't look at my bench. Um, George North. Yeah, okay, starting with the back. So North is your outside back. Yeah, North, uh, Thomas Williams. As your scrum half. Scrum half. Who would you have then? Who would I have then? Um... Let's have a think. I'll switch to. I'd have Thomas Francis in there. Yeah, mm-hmm. Gethin Jenkins, mm-hmm. um, Ken, Ken Owens. Owens. Yeah. 
and I'd have Bradley. Okay. Yeah, and who else would I go in the? Who else would I go in the back? So you could who's in your? Right, my bench is as follows: Nicky Smith. Okay. Yeah. Thomas Francis. Mm. Who do I go as hooker in the end? Baldwin. Yeah, yeah so I went Ken, Baldwin, so Ken Owens. Yeah. Then I would have Corey Hill on the bench. I thought, okay. I thought he went all right, actually, as as it goes. I, you know, and I thought Bradley had an absolute stinker. So yeah. And I'd like to think I'm not being one-eyed Dragons <laughs> fan on this, but I might be. <laughs> but are. I don't know. I thought, I thought he went well. I thought he went well. Yeah. And then... So, yeah, back row... I don't think there's any point having Lydia on the bench. I don't think there's any point having James King on the bench either. I thought King went all right when he came yeah, out. Yeah, he went all right. But I don't know, that's where I'd, lo- that, that's where I'd love to see a James Davis on the bench. But yeah. in the absence of that, there's no one else in the squad, is there? It's, it's literally a choice of those two. Yeah. So, yeah, I'd, I'd probably go King then because he covers six, seven, eight, four, five. Yeah. Then, yeah, Lloyd Williams, Dan Bigger, and... Outside backs, again, I don't really see much point in having. I don't have half penny. Yeah, I don't yeah. see much point in having Roberts having Roberts on the bench. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. To add to mine, yeah, I'd have uh, obviously yeah, Dan Bigger and um, and James King. I thought mm. he went all right. Um, I reckon we're gonna. I I can see us. This has got to be a win for us. I'm really worried. I think they. I think they're going to bring an awful lot into town. They certainly don't fear playing in Cardiff. They've won a fair few times there and worryingly in similar circumstances four years ago they bring a loud crowd as well and they yeah they will yeah, they need to well they need to they need to because it's going to be half empty in there yeah well they only need, they need about five people don't yeah. they they'll be well, they'll be, yeah, they'll be, deafening they'll be uh, and they'll be dominant you know yeah. if they bring five people <laughs> but yeah that you know they're a really good team they're they're fearless they'll be strong up front so that you know the Welsh pack have got to go infinitely better than they did last week. They've been some good performances against New Zealand in the in the uh, in the rugby championship, be South Africa, and I just think some of the players they've got when they play at their best. You know the likes of the likes of Creevy and Sanchez, Landago, Leguizamon, all these yeah. players. You know I'm not sure exactly that. You know possibly whether Leguizamon might start or might not, but. Look, I'm yeah, I'm really worried about it. I think they've been playing together. I think we could, I think we could get hit for a double whammy. Yeah, yeah I'm worried. There's no doubt about that. But I, I do think we'll see a response from the boys, and um, we'll get the win. But it'll be, it'll be mighty close. And again, I think you've got yeah. I, again, I'm, I'm predicting, uh, I'm predicting Argentina to win this. Really? Yeah. And Good I think grief. it could be Argentina by seven. Okay. I'm yeah. going. I'm going for us to win by five. Well, yeah, again, I, I do hope you're right on it because there is nothing fun about watching the kind of dross that was served up on Saturday. So, you know, I really hope that, that the uh, the team can bounce back and, and get a win. But, yeah, time will time will tell. And we haven't got too long to announce. So, but, yeah, I mean, just to go back to team selection, we've both been pretty bold here. Pair of us in Dreamland is how we're going to pick anything like those sides. Yeah, there's a, bit, a fair bit of dreaming going on from us both, isn't there? Um, I can't see a change being made at 10 really um, it'd be a big call the only change I think we'll really see will be in sec- the second row and uh, well Alan and jones will, Alan come, and jones back will in. come in Sam will come back in presumably Sam will come back in yeah and um, Liam will come back in 
Yeah. So one of the so one of the wingers. Was, I think Liam will come in and Cuthbert will go out. So Cuthbert will drop out. Yeah, and uh, Halfpenny will go on the wing, won't he? Yeah. I I I wonder whether he might put Liam on the wing actually. Do you think? I'd much rather have Liam at fullback. I think we, yeah, we've got to. I'm, I'm a bit worried about that. We've got to have Liam at fullback and yeah. uh, Halfpenny on the wing for me. North will keep his place. Um, and then obviously there'll be a change at nine as well. Mm. So because there'll be quite a few, there's a few enforced changes, isn't there? Um, I suppose you, well, I'm, I'm counting enforced changes in Alan Wynne-Jones, but it's not. Well, um, yeah, or an enforced uh, change yeah. being on the on the grounds of some awful performances. But yeah, yeah. No, I think yeah, if Alan Wynne-Jones is fit, he just he slots straight oh, back gosh. in, doesn't he? Yeah. But um, yeah, we, we'll see when when Harry names his side on on Thursday. Just how bold he's feeling. Elsewhere, we've had uh, we've had another round of Pro 12 action. So the league that produces world beaters, uh, the, the play for Ireland, um, has uh, you know there's, there's some uh, some semi interesting games actually over the weekend. You know, albeit with sides sure of their internationals. Uh, we'll start with the only place to start, which is a Dragons win. Yeah, fantastic win though, isn't it? Yeah, some of those tries. Yeah, there's some great tries. Ashton Hewitt went really well, and he yeah. is a he is a prospect actually. I think he looks like he's beefed up a bit. Over yeah. the summer as well, and took him and where he's been off. Two two different tries took him really well. I mean that one the one try when it went all the way through the hands was yeah right up there for the try of the season, wasn't it? Yeah, look, it, yeah, and that's is he? Know, that's exactly what we want to see. Is he one? Of, is he the quickest in the league? He's, I think he is. Yeah, been, again, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they measure this and they have like yeah. some kind of they have a race Olympic. I would love that. Yeah, I'd love to watch a, an Olympics of rugby players. It'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. that'd be awesome. Um, but yeah, and no, I believe he is, and he, and he showed it. Ollie Griffiths went well for the Dragons as well. He's, yeah. a, he's, a, he's a really good player. Yeah. And I think um, he's got a pretty big future. Yeah, it was fantastic to see that. Really, really pleased. Yeah, and also as well, I think, you know, Connacht, while they haven't fired, it's not like it's beating a side who's lost all of their international players. I think, you know, that was a game that they could... That the Dragons could easily have lost, actually. Yeah, and without, gosh, yeah. You know, yeah. without the likes of Hallam Amos in the side... Um, and Corey Hill, you kind of, I, I was still very worried about that. So that's a, that is a, a big, a much needed win for the Dragons. Um, as we said, we expected Munster to be too strong for the Ospreys, but I don't think they would have expected that. Blew them apart, didn't they? They did, didn't they? Uh, yeah. It was yeah, a they... bit reminiscent of um game earlier on in the season when they went over to the Leinster when they got yeah. battered up front. Yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. Yeah, they were completely, completely taken apart, weren't they? Um, I thought that would have been more competitive. Yeah, I did. I just think it was, it was just too many, too many of the big players Munster, missing, wasn't it? Yeah, Man- yeah, Munster are going really well, aren't they? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they're a, they're always a tough outfit, aren't they? No matter what, um, no matter how many players they lose to, they lose to the national sides. They're, they're always a, and over in in Ireland yeah, as well. It's never an easy place to go. Yeah. Yeah. It is, but nonetheless, I don't think I don't think Steve Townley's gonna be very impressed with uh, with that performance, and I expect them to. Uh, um, you know, to be put through a bit of a put through the mill in training this week. Uh, Blues when I nudged past Treviso, I said they're always nervy when they go to Italy, aren't yeah. they? I don't think it wasn't it wasn't a great game. That was it. But um, yeah, the new boy got his man of the match performance, didn't he? I like the way you always refer to him as a new boy as well because well, it's a difficult. I, I believe yeah, it's Halaholo. I think is what it is. I'd be all over the shop with it. But that he took that try well, didn't he? He'd be a new boy for the next for the next three years. I actually find it to go off on a quick tangent. I yeah. uh, I worked with a guy who was known as New Kid for several years, 
by uh, by this one bloke. He just he, he couldn't get his name right and just called him Nuke for years and years and years. <laughs> Even after several people joined after him, yeah, um, he was just always always referred to as Nuke. So I wonder whether did he, uh, did he take it really well? Did he oh, really yeah. say I'm not? You know, no, he's fine. He's absolutely yeah. fine with it. But uh, yeah, it's his birthday today. Funny enough, but I don't think he'll be listening. Um, but yeah, no, I thought he went he went well. Took his try well. Um, and as well, uh, Rune Williams did uh, did well, got on the score sheet as well. So I think he's yeah, he, he looks um, looks sharp, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. And yeah, you know that's the time to be to get some of these players into the into the side, isn't it? And a lot of people are saying he looked like it looked like a Tom Williams, you know. Um, it looked like um, oh, yeah, my names are gone. Um, Tom James, Tom James, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, he looked razor sharp. Yeah, no, good to, good to see as well. Something to see the uh, RGC product. Yeah. Going on and playing well, and then finally, I think this is probably the uh, the performance of the weekend actually uh, in Scarlets beating Glasgow, and yeah, some pretty good tries in there as well, and some good performances from some young Welsh some young Welsh players as well. So yeah, Steph Evans was looked he looks he looks really he? good, doesn't he? Yeah, really really powerful. Um, ran some great Properly lines. Properly quick as well. Pacey, yeah, and good offloads as well. Yeah, he's on. He's on electric form. It has been all season. Yeah, he's doing really well. I thought Will Boyd went well. Yeah, was he playing eight? Yeah, he played eight. Yeah. Which again, you know, I don't know how uh, how much rugby he's played at eight, but he's looking more and more like a like a very good player for Scarlets. Yeah, he's a big, big chap, isn't he? Very wide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, again, that'll only serve him well playing at eight. But it's yeah. a good option to have. It is, yeah. And you know, with James Davis seemingly not. Not going to get a call up to the Welsh side anytime soon. Yeah, which you're not happy about. I'm not though. It's, it's annoying, you know. I just want to see somebody who's got something a bit different to offer yeah, in the he's back gifted, row. He's gifted, isn't he? He is. And if he was in, the, you know, if he was in that squad, he'd be on the bench for me on on Saturday and a proper option to bring on because he's, you know, he's, no one's going to want to defend against him and and see him cropping up around the fringes because he's so good over the ball and and a proper footballer yeah. with it and you know and a seven specialist as we said as well or a sevens a former seven specialist yeah I wouldn't mind seeing him I wouldn't mind seeing him on the uh, on the bench for Saturday obviously mm. he's not he's not in the squad but against Argentina yeah it'd be, it'd be his type of game yeah free flowing but they've vastly improved their form Scarlets and I think much better performances into the mix as well you know it's kind of said that so they've got five they've got five wins now in the yeah. league they've, built, they've got something going on pretty special haven't they I mean they were they were really poor up front, weren't they? And they seem yeah. to have, they seem to have completely turned that around. Yeah, and I don't, I don't know how much of that is down to the fact that you're playing kind of weaker opposition, but nonetheless, you know, you know, you play what's in front yeah. of you, don't you? And they scraped a few wins, and then I think that'll be a big confidence boost, actually. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, quick um, shout yeah. for Jonathan Evans as well. Yeah, I knew that was coming. Well, yeah, get but it's so frustrating because I he'd be a, he'd be a brilliant player. The dragons, he be starting. You're going to go back and put him in your starting start, starting for Wales, isn't he? No, he's not. I, I, no, he's not. He he's on that piece of paper, Wales, isn't he? <laughs> he was. He's not on that piece of paper. Again, this is just you on the wind up. But <laughs> but no, fair play to him. He's he's playing well, and and I think uh, you know he carry on, he carry on like this. He's going to be playing a lot more rugby. Yeah, he's picking some great supporting lines, isn't he? Yeah. Week in, week out. Um, yeah, if he keeps going, you never know. Yeah. Well, yeah. He says he's constantly on the score sheet. But uh, yeah, like you say, if he carries on in uh, in this form, then uh, it can only be a good thing for Scarlets anyway. Have a look at the Premiership as well. Some big results there over the uh, over the weekend. Yeah, you called the, uh... the Brisbane. Yeah, I just had a feeling they were creeping in. They seem to be creeping into form yeah. actually, and uh, 
And that was a monster win. Yeah, big, big win, wasn't it? Bumper win. So, yeah, racked up 40 points there. So, yes, that's um, that good for them. And it, it puts them edging towards that top eight yes, position, doesn't it? It is. We've been saying it every week, haven't we? But it's, it's really exciting. Um, yeah. And there's a couple, well, one or two shock results that uh, probably a lot of people didn't quite see. No. The Cardiff result being. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, uh, you know, like we said, uh, Abra have been so good all season. They'll be frustrated with that because uh, at home as well. Yeah, yeah, didn't didn't definitely didn't see that one coming. Yeah, and um, yeah, they got uh, they got Bedros next. Uh, well, this this uh, this this forthcoming week as well. So I think again we'll need to be we'll need to be bouncing back from that. But yeah, it's all shaping up quite interestingly at the top because at the same time that they lost, obviously we said we said Merthyr have um, have lost as well, and RGC can only manage to draw at uh, Atlantley, so probably. A, the uh, the results went in Abraham's favour with the uh, with the others kind of stepping yeah. up as well. If uh, yeah, if ever there was a time. Yeah, but then um, yeah, RGC go uh, and visit Cross Keys. I think uh, Friday night game, I believe that one is. Again, not a by no means a a foregone conclusion that you know. Yeah, I think who, who would you go with there? I still think I'm going to go for an RGC win. Yeah, the same. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, you know, long old uh, long old trip for him on a Friday night as well. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting. And then Merthyr take on Neath as well, which could be a Ooh. could be a real fiery encounter. I think that one. I'm gonna go Merthyr. I do. Yeah, again, I'd, I'd agree with that. I think Merthyr are, are likely to um, are likely to bounce back. But uh, yeah, again, it's it, like I say, it's shaping up quite interestingly yeah. now. And and you know the the race for those those places in the top eight is going to be interesting. We'll have to pop down actually. Won't we? Yeah, hundred percent. And. Uh, yeah, that'd be really interesting to to get down to some of these games. I think as well. The uh, one really intrigued to see, as I as I think I've said before, is how that second that second tier goes. You know, when you when you don't make the top eight, yeah. You know exactly what that's going to be. Whether it's going to be dead rubber after dead rubber, or people are just really going to go for it and and um, and chuck the ball around a bit, which you know could be a good thing. Yeah, it could, yeah, absolutely. Could be some could be some good games. Well, who knows. We'll have to see. Right? Yeah, it could be a good time for uh, for the regions to to call upon some of the younger talent who are in those sides. So, like you know, I think like I said before, if you're in the top eight, I'd like to see players stick around and compete for silverware. Yeah. But if you're not, then maybe that's a good opportunity to for the regions to blood out some of the you know some of the more ta- talented players in in the uh, you know that representative level. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and expose them. Cool. Just to uh, just to finish on then um, another thing uh, that's been in the news today. And we'll just kind of do this very quickly. The uh, IRB Player of the Year, well, it's not IRB anymore, is it? Is it World Rugby Player of the Year? And the six nominations for that are Owen Farrell, Dane Coles, Bowden Barrett, Maratoji, Jamie Heaslip, and uh, and Billy Vanapola. Now, rather than go through them, I'm just going to draw attention to the fact there's no Welsh players on that list. Is anyone unlucky, or are there no players? No, I said close to that. As you'd think, really, with that, isn't it? Um, I don't think any of our boys can be in there. Toby, you know, Falatau is obviously, you know, plays exceptionally well, doesn't he? Yeah. Year on year, but no. I think he's probably the only one. But again, it's it's difficult, isn't it, to put him in there when... Liam Williams. Yeah. Yeah, again, yeah. You know, would, could he have... Possibly. He probably would have been relative, probably pretty close. Yeah, it's, it's hard though, isn't it, when you've got... When you see what England and New Zealand have achieved this year, and although... I don't think he slips in there on the grounds of Saturday's win. You know, you see what Ireland have achieved now. Yeah, it's hard to really 
champion any year. A lot of those players are playing in winning teams, aren't they? So, well, they, yeah, off, I mean, they obviously he slip, you know. Well, I think you'd argue otherwise now, wouldn't he? Yeah, so yeah, with, yeah, a, with yeah. a win against yeah, New Zealand, yeah. belt. Um, but yeah, you know, load of uh, how many of that? What's that? How many Saracens players in there as well? Half of them are Saracens yeah. players, which yeah. again just kind of says it all, really. But um, yeah, it's not a uh, doesn't make for particularly good reading. And like I say, I think uh, I think the top Welsh players are, are probably a bit of a way off that list, actually. Yeah, yeah, agreed. Who would uh, who would get your who would you go with? Well, are those players? Yeah, yeah, I'd go um, I'd go Dane Coles. I go Coles as well. Yeah. yeah, I think he's uh, you know he's been kind of integral to what they do and. The skill set he's got on offer for a front row forward is just kind of epitomises where they are. But that feels a bit weird, kind of evangelising over the New Zealand side when they just lost, which you know I don't think many people saw coming. But you know, still he's still a fantastic player and he's been pivotal to what yeah. they've done this year. It's absolutely great that they've lost, though, isn't it? You know, with the Lions coming up as well, they're, yeah. not, they're, not, they're not unbeatable. Um, it is. I mean, I don't know. I'm. I'm not one of these people that particularly enjoys watching the other home nations beat Southern Hemisphere, obviously, because it just reminds me how Wales have struggled. I loved it. I thought it was. Uh... Oh yeah, maybe it's different because I didn't see the game. I didn't see the game as it was as it was going out. I've only caught bits of it afterwards. I suppose if you're watching it, you get swept up in the emotion and stuff. And maybe... yeah, it's just the scenes. The scenes are fantastic from from start to finish. With obviously the figure of eight for Foley. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's a great touch, isn't it? Everyone was so pumped. Mm. An amazing crowd. Um, obviously, there's so many Irish over there, aren't there? Yeah, there are, um, and they're living, living. I think it's a own. sign of things to come as well, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, obviously, London Irish have done a couple of games over there. Yeah, but the Irish, the Irish are. There's so many Irish, aren't there? All dotted around, all over yeah. the place. You imagine if uh, if it was if it was us playing, I, you know, I don't know what. Uh, well, there's no danger of that now, is there? I, I think it's been made abundantly clear that. Uh, that certainly club rugby is not welcome. <laughs> it's not welcome in the uh, in the United States anyway. But yeah, I don't know. I think it's probably just down to a bit of jealousy of me. I'm yeah. I'm as green with jealousy no, as, mean, the, mean, as the jersey is. I definitely recommend you you wash back that game. Uh, well, I, mean, I don't know. Maybe I'll watch it back after uh, after some some acupuncture. Yeah, get yourself down there. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, we'll um, we'll kind of see. But nonetheless, kind of massive uh, massive congratulations to him because that's a serious achievement. So um, yeah. Well played, but uh, hopefully Wales will be able to bounce back this week, and uh, yeah, we'll find that we'll find that soon enough. But yeah, that brings us to uh, the conclusion of another Attacking Scrum podcast. Thanks again for listening and for downloading, and again all the uh, all the listens we kind of had in the last week. So uh, yeah, much uh, much appreciated. And again, spread the words Twitter at Attacking Scrum, or give us a like on Facebook, and uh, yeah, we'll look forward to catching up with you again next week. Podcast Network.